Good day and welcome to the FIFA World Cup show. And our official sick tune is the official anthem of FIFA. And on a week like this, with the FIFA World Cup qualifiers taking off across all the continents in Europe, in America, in Asia, in Australia, and New Zealand, this is one anthem that is most definitely going to greet the players from the tunnel as they make their way onto the field to battle it out for a slot to the World Cup. Today, Japan and Saudi Arabia booked their place for the Mundial. And 14 teams are going to battle it out for the last remaining slots. But tonight, on the FIFA World Cup show, on this episode, we'll be speaking to Ghana Black Stars striker Bernard Tepete on what it means to represent one country as an athlete at the World Cup and also analyze the upcoming FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 qualifying games between the Black Stars of Ghana and the Super Eagles of Nigeria. But just before I come to my studio guest, I want us to play this. And he is very familiar with this. Yes, good evening, Bernard, and welcome to the show. Good evening. And I'm sure you've heard the national anthem of Ghana. And how, walk us through the feeling, what you feel as a player anytime you walk out of the dugout and you stand just in front of of the line to, res- to to take the national anthem and exchange of pleasantries. What walk us through what goes through your mind as a professional player and as an athlete representing your national team? All right. Thank you so much for this evening. Let, uh, let me take this time to greet all your audience and uh, everyone listening to me. It's a pleasure once again uh, that we have a life again. Uh, with your question, uh, it, it's something it's something special to me, especially when uh, I hear the national anthem, which is the Ghana national anthem playing. Uh, it tells you a lot of things. You know, the national anthem is full of uh, words, it's full of inspiration, it's full of uh, a whole lot of things, like a whole lot of things indeed. 
So even if the national team is playing and which you can sing uh, most of the, um, if you can recite most of the words, you could you could you could know the meaning of where you are standing, and this uh, tells you that in terms you get this chance, you have to give everything that you you're supposed to give on the field of play. And for me, it's a pleasure because when I when I was uh, I was young and people playing as soon as they play this national anthem, even when I, I was home, I have to stand up to recite it as well. And you will feel some some strong emotion things with you because this anthem stand for peace, stand for love, stand for everything, unity in everything. So for me, it's something special for me to be in the queue or to be in the line singing this anthem. And it, I'm blessed to be uh, uh, I'm blessed to be part of Ghana and I'm blessed to be a blaster player as well. Definitely, you are blessed. You are blessed, Bernard. You are blessed. And um, just before you honor a national team call-up, can you walk us through the processes, how, as a player, you get informed of your national team call-up? For us, as football fans, we only see the announcement of the call-up on the official websites of the Football Association and on social media and the national newspapers. But I'm sure for you as a player, you get to know beforehand. Can you walk us through the process that you get to know about your announcement in the national team? All right. Thank you so much. Uh, to, for, for you to get to know about uh, the announcement, for you to be, be a call up, uh, be given a call up, it, it all comes in this way where uh, I think... Uh, the Ghana official are going to send uh, an official letter to your club site, and then they are going to send an official letter to you as well for you to know that there has been an invitation for you, the player, and then the club side are going to be aware of your invitation as well. And these two, uh, the club side have to approve for them that, okay, they have called you for the national team and they have to accept it for you to go to the national team. So on, on my side, uh, on my side, this is how it, it, it came it came when I was uh, I was invited to the national team to play. Definitely. And walk us through that feeling. How does it feel like when you have been called to the national team, the euphoria and the atmosphere just before you went playing from your club side to the training base? Walk All us right. through the euphoria in the club on your, in your, with your teammates and your, your coach and, and the club. All right. Thank you. You know, it feels it, it feels so special. Why I said special is because uh, uh, I've not had the privilege to play under uh, under seventeen or this under twenty and this uh, low thing. Because uh, let me say, I'm coming from a background we don't have so much, and uh, I had the chance to play for this under twenty and uh, under seventeen, but it's a whole lot, you know. So uh, as soon as I get the uh, the call up from the national team, I was so excited. But in this moment, I felt like oh, it is too early for me, you know. So I have to, I have to, uh, I have to try to speak with uh, my boss and uh, my management for us all to take a good decision on my future uh, towards the national team. So some of them gave me the good advice that they could give. Uh, also with Babaraman, uh, in this moment I was playing with Babaraman and striker, and then I told him also about the national team call up. And then he also gave me his, uh, his feeling, what it means, you know. So all, with all of them coming together, what they were saying is, 
maybe this is the time that they have given you a call up. Maybe you don't know when it's going to come again. So you, if you feel good, you can take you can take something good out of it. So I I decided with my family also, and I told them, okay, this is what have happened. So I just want to go and play, you know. And uh, as soon as I came, uh, walking uh, to maybe from the bus going to the stadium to train, you are you you especially. Uh, let me say you you at once you were watching these kind of players playing and now you are you are with them together you feel so excited you feel like oh wow i've watched this guy on the tv and now i'm going to play with him on the same pitch uh, training and everything you know you give uh, a little bit of respect to them but on the field of play when it's time for training there is nothing like respect anymore uh, it's all about uh, uh, how how best you can play and what you can come out so with your question, it feels so good to to even get down from the from the bus, go to the pitch to train with uh, your seniors to learn something from them. It's a pleasure to have them on the pitch, you know, and to learn something from them. And definitely, and for my audience, uh, those who do not know Bernard very well, Bernard at the time in 2017 was called to the Black Stars of Ghana, having walked through the first team of Schalke coming directly from Ghana. And in that same year, he was called into the Black Stars by the then coach, Avram Grant. Avram Grant is a coach, was the coach of Chelsea and he led the Chelsea side to the 2008 Champions League final in Moscow where Chelsea lost to Manchester United in pen, on, the, on the penalty shootouts. And talking of being starstruck, this is what Bernard is referring to. That these are people, as a young chap, you watch on telly and you get a privilege of getting to play with them on the same turf. And this is, this is, this is the, the, the depth of what Bernard is referring to. And Bernard, talking of the national team, at training sessions, walk us through what, how different it is training for a, 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 an international game and how different it is training at a club side. What are the two differences? All right. So you know, in the uh, in the club side, uh, you have like a, a top games. You are you are you are preparing towards it. You know, and then uh, due to these top uh, top games, already you have a preseason and all those kind of things. So when we come back, there it's all it's all about tactic and uh, we watching videos of uh, the opponent, and then we working on what we can uh, we can learn uh, to get them uh, attack and uh, the defensive what they are good also in. So we can try to work on these at the training grounds for you to know which opponent you're playing, you know. So and in the national team also, because you have played, uh, let's say, games in your club side and you are coming back, it uh, you have uh, you are a little bit tired. So when we come back, we don't we don't we don't do so much hard training, you know. When we especially when you have like let's say one week one week before the game, then you 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 are all allowed to make some hard training sessions. But when a uh, few days for the game, not so hard training, it's just going to be like a small-sided games where, where we are going to play to know each other. And then also, uh, it's going to also be like uh, we're watching a video of the opponent to know what, where we can attack them most. So uh, all, all depends on the, on the coach and the tactic that the coach wants to play. So in this situation... Uh, the foreign base is different from, uh, let's say, the, the local atmosphere. But in all, we learn something from these two. Definitely. In all, you learn something from these two. But there's one thing that characterizes a Black Stars training, and 
when they are done, I want to play this clip, and then Bernard, I will follow up with the question. Bernard, I'm sure you've heard the music playing in the background. This is very different from club side. In the national team football in Ghana, yeah. after training sessions, uh, the national team boys are, sing, are seen singing and dancing uh, to the tune of local music. Can you walk my audience through what it symbolizes for the boys and what it symbolizes for you as a player? All right, thank you so much. You played this music and you got me uh, a little bit. Uh, uh, what, what word should I use? Is it, I don't want to use emotion, but you know, uh, I'm full of this because even at the club side uh, before before games, I used to play, I, I used to listen to uh, this kind of music. It's called Mora. It's called Mora, just to motivate you, just to bring your spirit very high before the game. Uh, in, in in club side, we don't have things like this because you know. Uh, the, uh, the other players, the wide, uh, wide players, and uh, other players want to listen to their own music, and then you also want to listen to music that is going to move you to have a good feeling before the game and all this kind of stuff. But you know, playing this before, uh, sometimes we have these in the bus, uh, going to training, and you will see even before the training starts, you are like you are motivated, you are lifted, your spirit is lifted already because of the music, you know. And the music carry a lot of uh, a lot of let me say sp uh, spiritual things. Uh, the, mo most of the music carry a lot of things where uh, you will not understand if you are not uh, coming from Ghana or something. You will not understand what I'm talking about. But if you are coming from there, even for you playing this kind of music, how you feel? How do you feel if I have if I have to ask you this such question? You will understand. Um, for me, um, sometimes, to be very honest with you, um, in my sojourn abroad and as I travel the nations of the world, uh, it gets very lonely and there are times in my hotel room, I play such musics to lift my spirit and also to connect me back with the feeling of being that home and connecting with my maker. That is it. That is it. That is all. That is all. That is all that matters. That is all that matters in Portugal. And uh, uh, Bernard, uh, walk us through uh, the games you played for the Black Stars, the games you played for the Black Stars, and what goes through the mind of a player, especially at a particular time when the national team is not performing. What goes through the mind of, 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 of you as a player when you're on the pitch and the fans want more from the national team, but yet, like now, in the current situation where the Black Stars find itself we just came from a african cup of nations where for the first time 
in the 60-year history of Ghana, this is the first time we got knocked out of the group stages. Walk us through the feeling the players go through. Sometimes the fans think that the players are just playing because of money. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, for me to walk, uh, walk us through in this situation, it's not easy. Especially, uh, this is our job that we're doing. And then we are paid for what we're doing, you know. And uh, for me to come out, let's say, uh, in this situation where we went for the con and then we didn't perform very good, it, it, it's very sad. It's very sad as a player that we didn't perform to the expectation where the, where, where the country or the, the, our country expect us to get to. But this is football. And also, like in this situation where they are going to play a very crucial game, in this situation, the fans are going to expect a lot from the, from the, from the national team or the team that have been called. You know? But it doesn't mean that we have to put pressure on them because then if there is a pressure, then it's going to be like they, uh, everything, everybody are going to get, they are going to lose the ball and they are not going to get focused to what they want to do. But then if we relax for them, to tell them they should go out and play their heart, they should give everything. Sometimes we also feel bad when we don't perform to our, our maximum level. If uh, For me like this, if I play for the national team and then I don't put uh, uh, to my uh, level that I want to put for the national, for, for the country, for people to be happy, to speak good things about me, I feel bad. So after the game, I have to go back, watch the game again to learn things that I didn't do, uh, didn't do well so I can go back again to work on it. So I can come back very stronger. You understand? So it, it, it implies with a lot of things, which I hope uh, this upcoming game is going to set an example for all the, all, all the people in, in Ghana. I hope our people are going to show uh, good character. I hope they are going to show good class, uh, professional on the pitch of play, and they are going to come out with some excellent football for Ghanaians to be happy once again. Definitely, and for Ghanaians to be happy once again. And talking of being happy, one of my audience is asking, and this is the question, he said, will Bernard be open to any collapse in the future? All right, thank you. Uh, to be open in the future, uh, for sure I'm going to be open because the, I belong to Ghana and I'm coming from Ghana. And I just want, I just want to give everything to Ghana. So if I get the chance to be called, uh, I'm going to I'm going to represent Ghana as well. Definitely, that is a patriotic son of the land and a fighter and a warrior. Bernard, tomorrow, just about this time as we speak, your colleagues will be taking on to the pitch to play the Super Eagles of Nigeria. And what is a must-win game for the Black Stars to be able to play? in the Assemble of Nations later in the year, that is the Mundial. Bernard, have you had the opportunity to speak to any of your teammates? And what is the message that you are giving to your teammates? All right. Thank you so much. Uh, for me to speak about this, I wish I wish we, could, uh, we didn't play against our rival. You know, we have a very good good times with them. Not like a, a, a rival, I would say, like uh, in Europe, you have like uh, uh, Dortmund and uh, Saika where... Uh, they are not together or they are not in good terms, you know. But this is a, a rival where we are in good terms with. And for me, I'll be happy we could see Ghana in the World Cup. I could, I'll be happy we will see Nigeria in the World Cup as well, you know. But unfortunately, this is football. We have come together to play with them. 
and this means uh what i could say to my fellow friends or something is the uh, i know they are going to give their best but i wish they should do it to the maximum where where they will give everything because when we get the win here it's going to be simple it's going to be easier for us when we go there but when they get the uh, win or when they get the goal here it's going to be a little bit difficult for us so i'm going to urge all of them to go out to play their hard to give their best and then to come out with a good performance and at the end i know win is going to be our portion definitely definitely bernard that is a very touching and powerful word from you and have you had opportunity to speak to any of your teammates and colleagues that have the privilege uh, to be called up for this particular assignment yes i had the privilege to speak with i think three uh, three three players i, I think uh, i gave i just gave them a, i wish them a congratulation and i told them hey uh, give your best anytime you get a chance to play and then they were like sure they are going to do their best and i told them god be with them you know i have because they are a little bit closer to me we used to speak a lot so i have to try to uh give them some a little bit confidence and uh, encourage them that they can do it because they know they can do it uh my my audience would want to know which uh which of the players uh did you get to speak to For, you know this is your most authoritative sports show on the platform so if you can you, you if you, you don't mind to share that information with our oh, audience sure. I, I spoke i spoke with uh Yeboah. you know Yeboah was my uh was my captain uh in the under 20 under 23 yeah you was my captain and i spoke also with gideon i played with gideon mainz as well and also don't forget that uh, i played with uh, jng at paderborn so i also spoke with him uh, as well that he should give his best as well these are the three players i spoke with definitely and these three players most definitely we would be also having them um sometime on the show in the future hopefully and um at this point, uh, if any of my audience want to ask Bernard a question, uh, you are liberty to do so. You can press the call button and we would gladly take your questions whilst we continue with the interview. But uh, Bernard has uh, expressed interest in the music that I played, which is popularly known as Jama, with his colleagues. And uh, whilst we wait for your questions, I would play that in the meantime to give Bernard that nostalgic feeling and our cherished audience and people the nostalgic feelings as we go into that game tomorrow against Nigeria.
So, Bernard, in the national team, in the national team, which player has had the most impact on you when you first played for the Black Stars? The player, the player was the most int- uh, impact uh, for me is the I would say Asamoah because I was looking up to this uh, wonderful striker. He's one of the best in Africa. We shouldn't forget about this. Wow! What about Asamoah inspired inspired you? In the in the national team, is it a, a pep talk he had with you? Is it what, what what can you walk us through the exact the exact the exact scenario? All right, uh, with you know I've I've been watching this game and uh, not having the privilege to play with him, but when I got the privilege to play with him uh, after the training session and uh, after the training session, he only called me and he told me, hey, uh, he, he just uh, gave me some few words, you know which are some encouraging words. And then he told me, uh, I can do it. I'm going to be a, a great player. I should just focus on my, my career to give everything. And uh, he knows I'm going to get there for sure. And then I really appreciate uh, the advice he gave to me because I was young and I was coming. And then I was also trying to learn things from him, especially after training, try to stay to have some shooting and some crosses and finishing. And then he was trying to guide me a lot. So... I felt like it's very important uh, as well, and this is what I've I've really learned, and I've I've learned some impact impartation from his side as well. And uh, uh, Bernard, in one of your games in the national team, I think when you were playing for the under twenty three, the last game to qualify for the Olympics, uh, you led the team to a very important victory in Libreville. And after that game in Libreville, we saw videos of you leading prayers in the, in, the, in, the, in the team. There is this notion about spirituality in the national team. Do you think it plays a role in the output of your performance on the pitch? All right. Thank you so much. Uh, like I said... Um... Football is the is full of uh, its own things, and anybody who say football there is no uh, spiritual things, the person is is lying. Because then, why I'm saying the person is lying is everybody has his own faith that he believes in it, you know. So uh, someone has something on his hand which he believes in it. Someone also have uh, a prayer that he needs to say. Someone also have his own belief, but. Uh, talking about spiritual, for me, I was, I was, I was really into God, and I believe uh, in God because He has never failed me before. So, uh, in this game that you're talking about, it was not an easy battle for us because we wanted to win, and it was a very difficult game. We we had a lot of uh, difficulty uh, from Ghana to to the place, and God being so good, when we arrived, there was a lot of situation that happened. But I, I told the guys that, hey, come on, they shouldn't give up because we are going to win the game here. And uh, that is the appreciation that I have to show to my maker after I asked him about victory before the game and then he gave us victory. This is why I, I, I took my time to have these words of prayer to say to him, thank you. Wow, that is very touching. That is very touching. And uh, tomorrow, have you had time I don't know if you followed the African Cup of Nations. Did you follow the African Cup of Nations? Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, tomorrow, uh, having seen the Nigerian team and the Ghana team, what do you think will be the best way to neutralize this Nigerian team? It is believed Nigeria has, a, on paper, they have a better team and they have one of the sharpest uh, attacks um, coming into, into this game. How do you think is the best way Ghana must approach this game tactically tomorrow? All right, thank you. Uh, with this question, you said it's true that Nigeria is having a, a top player, so let me say a, a, sharp, a sharp team as well because their strikers and their wingers are playing in a top level and they are scoring a lot of goals, uh, not to compare to Ghana strikers and other things. But this game is going to be uh, a game, if Ghana is going to win this game, it's going to, uh, it's going to depend on the midfield. Uh, if our midfield is going to be solid and very strong, to stop their attacking, and then for us to also penetrate uh, in their defenders to play our counter, then trust me, we are going to get uh, uh, we are going to get over Nigeria. Then, but if our midfield are going to be, uh, are, if if I hope they are going to get their their day tomorrow, if Thomas Partey is playing and is going to get his day, trust me, uh, I don't know which midfielders are going to play, but if Kudus and uh, uh, other play uh, midfielders, uh, especially Kofi. Uh, Che, this player playing in Germany, wonderful player. So if all these, all these players are going to get their day tomorrow. Trust me, the midfield is going to be locked because Nigeria are going to depend more on their wingers, which they are going to try to play their most counter games because they know how Ghana is going to behave. You know, so if we can also try to put uh, these, def our defenders can stop their wingers from going one against one. So mostly, my advice is going to be like. They should try to be close to these players. Anytime they get the ball, they should force them to uh, to lose the ball. If not, if they turn, they are going to they are going to go one against one. They are really fast, and uh, this is going to uh, disturb us. And I will say, this is all I'm, I can say because then if the midfield is going to try to help the wingers or the defenders, then trust me, we are going to come over Nigeria. Then. Wow! 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 Thank you, Bernard, for that powerful. Uh, submission and I want to ask my audience uh, Justin if you can join us on the line and I'll give you the opportunity to ask Bernard a question or two for us to 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 continue with the show yes Justin welcome um, thank you Philip um, hello Bernard good evening and I hope you're having or oh, you had a good day thank you so much I had a good day and you um, not bad. I wanted to ask you, um, what what do you have to say about the attacking problems that Ghana has faced um, since Asamoah has um, been out um, from the national team? And do you believe, or which kind of which forwards do you think will have or can fill in the big boots? Because we all know it, it can't be one player. So who do you think? will be someone to look out for the future, to feature for Ghana up front. All right. Thank you so much for your question. Uh, it's true. Uh, since Asamoah left, we are not getting the feeling, the gaps. Uh, but trust me, we have, you know, Asamoah was the player uh, who had a lot of, a lot of uh, times. They gave him a lot of opportunity to show himself. That is the only way also I can say these uh, strikers that we have. We have a striker, uh, I think it's called something Obin. It's in the Spanish team. Uh, he played for the under-20 
under 23 also this guy is also one of the top uh, players that they have to watch out if they are going to give this guy also the chance as a striker is going to come out as well uh, you know i'm not going to say i'm not going to mention a lot of players but if they are going to give uh, more players uh, let's say the opportunity to showcase themselves to work on their ability on the, on the striking world, we are going to get someone who is going to replace us somewhere or not. But if they are not going to give this opportunity to one or two, three players to make sure they are going to fill in the gap, then always is going to be a problem for us to get a replacement for Samarjan. Uh, Justin, is, uh, are you done if, with your question or you have one more question? Yeah, I have, I have, I have one more um, for Bernard. And okay. Bernard, um, since Ghana, I think from time we've been playing, the four four two system because I I think it is believed within our um, our people as a footballing nation that that's how we play or that's how we are supposed to play and I mean um a modern football I think four four two has become more and more it looks like more pragmatic for um, any team who who tries to play that way and do you think that Ghana has to be or Ghanaian football have to be able to adapt to maybe a modern or a different kind of style that maybe um, from the under-17 should be able to learn how to play and maybe move away from the 4-4 to a bit. So we'll be able to learn how to press and probably play like play like um, uh, um, the Spanish side or probably play like um, the Belgian side or something. All right, thank you. Uh, with this question, you know, now football has changed a lot, which uh, most of the uh, coaches are not playing this 4-4-2 diamond or this kind of that, uh, but it all depends on the system that the, the other team is bringing on board. Where you know you can change your system. Trust me, with with sorry with Otuado uh, being uh, a coach from Germany, I know he's going to have a, a, a style of play where he's going to be like uh, he's going to play like four-two-three-one, or he's going to you know a lot of uh, uh, opportunities are there. But if you're a good coach and you are standing at the back and you know. This system is not working. You can change the system four four three. You can change the system to a different type of system where you know you can attack or where you know you can defend as well. So for me, I don't think tomorrow Ghana is going to be going to this game to play four four two. No, I'm going to believe that Ghana is going to reshuffle different type of system, which is going to help uh, uh, the team to come out with something good. Then this is what I can say. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Any more questions? Any more questions for, for Bernard at this point? If we do not have any questions, uh, we will be getting ready to, to wrap up with the show. Isaac, I see you on the line. Would you, would, you, would you want to ask Bernard any question? Yes, Isaac, good to have you on the show. Any question for Bernard? Unmute your mic, Isaac. Isaac, unmute your mic. Unmute your mic. We lost. We lost Isaac. Isaac. Can you call again? But when you call, unmute your mic to be able to when you so that when you speak, we and we can hear you. Okay, uh, it, I think we are having difficulty getting him through. Bernard, uh, just before we leave, we we wrap up with the show. Can you give us your parting message and your final words to the boys tomorrow as they take on Nigeria? All right, thank you so much. Uh, final words to the, uh, the guys is uh, I'm going to urge them as the, as a professional since uh, they give everything on their club side. 
I hope they are going to give everything also in the national team as well to make Ghana proud once again. And I, I hope uh, all the coaches are going to come together uh, to bring something solid and something good for the national team. And I'm going to urge every Ghanaian, every Ghanaian to try to come out with their numbers to support the team. Because, you know, uh, sometimes we, uh, we uh, professional football players, when we play and we have our supporters at our back, uh, we are focused and we want to give everything which uh, gives us a little bit motivation as well. So I'm going to urge everyone in Ghana, whether Ghana outside, we are all going to support the, the team for them to come out with something good. And I know uh, God is going to help us to come out with victory. I believe. Def definitely, definitely. And uh, it's as always, it's been a pleasure, Bernard, having you on the show. And uh, we extremely appreciate your presence on the FIFA World Cup show. And we believe if you've opened the floodgate to, for us to get more professional players on the show and then subsequent episodes, we will be having more players. But Bernard, just before we leave, and um, I would want to play this uh, song from the national team uh, to whet your appetite and hopefully before you're we wrap up. Me, you're making me feel the, uh, the morale. Definitely. That is the beauty of the show. That is the beauty yeah, of the show. That is it for today's edition of the FIFA World Cup show. And we'll leave you with the official anthem of FIFA. As always, it's been a pleasure coming your way with today's episode. Bernard, thank you so much for the time. We extremely appreciate it. And we wish you the very best of luck in your career and in your national team pursuits. And hopefully, we hope to see you play for the Black Stars when we qualify for the World Cup and Qatar 2022. Until same time, tomorrow after the game, 
keep well and it's adios for now. All right, thank you so much for that.